Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm really excited about my guest this segment, Wendy Bork. She is a, a new contributor on the program, uh, meaning you're going to be seeing her regularly uh, on several of our uh, websites in the Price of Business Digital Network. You're going to be hearing her commentaries on our ongoing and regular basis. Um, we're just very pleased to uh, to have her part of our team, and she brings a very unique uh, topic, very important topic, one that unfortunately is one of the biggest health issues uh, facing Americans, and uh, and she is really outstanding in this space, and 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 both her own personal example as well as helping helping others. Wendy Borg, so glad to have you on the program. Kind of start by by telling us a little bit more about yourself and your story, and also mention your website. Hello, and thank you for having me. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this project. Um, I started having symptoms of all kinds of weird levels when I was a teenager, and the doctors just kind of ignored it and told me it was in my head or I was being dramatic. And it just would come on, you know, due to heat or probably from exhaustion, you know, when you're a teenager, you don't listen to your body at all. You just keep pushing. And it wasn't until I was about 22 and done with college in my first real full-time job that I had a really, I guess, bad attack, you would call it, where I had stroke-like symptoms. Like it was someone was preventing me from speaking. And that's really what sent me to the neurologist. So all those years of having weird things happening kind of, started to accumulate and become a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, it, it started really young for you. That's, that's unusually young. Yes, and I believe, even though they say it's not genetic, autoimmune illnesses have to be genetic because they just keep going forward in each generation. And right. My grandmother had rheumatoid arthritis and died at 64. So I just watched, you know, growing up, I just watched her sit in her chair in the living room. I mean, she could get up if she had to, but she didn't really do anything. So Yeah. And and which made it worse. I mean, that's just the nature of uh, our physical health. Uh, The thing that we need to do most is hard to do. We don't do it, and therefore we we deteriorate, uh, you know, quicker. And you don't even have to have a disease (laughs) in order for that to happen. In fact, that behavior can even lead to disease, as you well know. Uh, But, you know, I think you're absolutely right Uh, when it comes to Autoimmune uh, diseases, what I see in families is that they may not all have the same autoimmune disease, but there's this autoimmune disease. Uh, you might have one with arthritis. You might have another one with cancer. You know, there's this, it, it just kind of shows up that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Genetically, as, yeah, as you were talking about. Now, talk about your organization, your company. What what are, are you doing to help people in this space? And by the way, this is huge. And, and, a, and another big factor, particularly with multiple, uh, multiple sclerosis, is the fact that uh, diet apparently plays a big role. You know, there's a connection, as you, I'm sure you know, uh, between it and diabetes, for example. And diabetes is ubiquitous. And, but they, they, they talk about your heart and they talk about diabetes with your diet. But, uh, you know, there's, there's a connection as well to multiple sclerosis because a lot of people with multiple sclerosis were people who got type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, there's so many... Not besides, you know, besides the food, there's so much 
around us that's inflammatory, whether it's, you know, actual stress that causes more harm. And then you look at the environmental products, the things we bring into our home, the chlorine bleach, all the synthetics. There's been like 80,000 synthetics created in our country since World War II. So we have no, I mean, we probably know what it's doing to us, but of course nobody else is talking about, you know, combining those, what it's doing to us, to our kids, you know, to future generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we hear a lot of cautionary tales, but we don't see a lot of action. And we, and we don't see a lot of education, which I, I get the sense that's a big part of what you're trying to do. And the things I've seen from you uh, are very well established, very sound, but really not talked about that much, Wendy. No, because it's so easy to go in the store and you go down that horrible smelling cleaning aisle and you just throw the stuff in your cart because that's what your mom did and your grandma did, and that's just what everybody does. And yeah. I really created my whole world, if you would say, Will, you know, the hearts of wellness around this preventative, you know, the steps you can take to hopefully avoid getting sick or your kids, you know, to keep them healthy. Mm-hmm. So talk about how you work with, uh, with clients. How does that look? Um, what I understand is you've got multiple ways of doing, doing so. Yes. And I love working one-to-one with my clients where we just take a deep dive into everything they're doing. You know, it's not just about the food or about your cleaning products. It's about having someone to talk to. So many people feel like they are not seen or heard or understood, and that is just sad. So I just want to be the person that, you know, shines the light on their path for them to help them see their possibilities and to trust themselves again. Yeah. Yeah. And what are, uh, you know, I, I've checked out your site. Kind of, kind of refresh my memory, though, of the various ways of engagement that you have. It, it, it's not just the one-on-one coaching, although that is what you're famous for. Uh, but talk about uh, other ways of engagement and other resources you're offering. And, and plus you do a phenomenal uh, amount of work on uh, social media of just educating people as well. Right. And I actually created a members portal earlier this year just to store all the work that I do. And then I create a new theme each month, you know, that's curated around the year, you know, the time of year. Right now it's around back to school and, you know, just going into fall that we just need to find peace and calmness, you know, before we're heading into winter. So the members portal is a big part. And I just really want to make that affordable for everybody. You know, so you have the tools and can take what you need. And the meditations that are in there, you know, are something that you can listen to every day. You know, it's a guided meditation. And I put easy dinner recipes because everybody wants to have an easy dinner, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we work hard, we want to relax, and then we eat stuff that makes it harder to work harder in the future. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's really not very uh, intuitive if you think about it, but it is convenient in the short term. And, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at, uh, you know, we, we celebrate, and I'm using air quotes, uh, the affordability of uh, food, uh, you know, and even with inflation, uh, 
It's amazing what you could buy now, relatively speaking, and certainly before inflation, versus several years ago. And the way they do that is it's by making cheaper quality products that do very little to uh, keep you healthy. Uh, you'll, you'll, pay for, you'll pay for those cheap products with age. Yes, definitely. I believe that. Yeah. So uh, talk about some of the things you do. You, t- you, you talked about simply being an ear, uh, being a big part, which I think is crucial. Uh, invariably, when people get uh, whatever kind of uh, uh, health situation, they feel very alone. They feel very isolated, and they feel like they're the only ones who have that. And, uh, you know, obviously that is uh, that's just simply uh, not true. And so that alone is, is huge. Yes, and... You know, I have a very good friend who she had ovarian cancer for, I think, five years. And she just, I just was so inspired by her as well, just her positive attitude and just, you know, showing people how to clean up their house. Because she said her cancer was determined to be environmental, whatever that meant. So that's how we met, is I helped her clean out her house and cabinets and replace it with healthy plant-based things. And unfortunately, she passed away last month, but she was, you know, just such a bright light in my life that I just want her method in, you know, life to be celebrated as someone that really stood up for people that were in the cancer world. And mm-hmm. I think just by being, like you said, an ear as well as a mirror for people to give them the strength that they need to carry on day after day. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and this is a very important voice uh, point, by the way. And, and basically what you're talking about, by the way, is being an owner rather than a victim. Uh, no question about it, she was a victim of cancer, and she could have relished being a victim, which we see a lot of people do, uh, unfortunately. But instead, she became an owner of her body. And that alone gave her a dignity and a pride and a self-esteem builder that you, uh, she would not have gotten if she just threw in the towel. Uh, and so it made her, her remaining time very powerful um, in a way that, uh, you know, how we often not see happen with people's attitude. But you, you make a good point. You're not just helping people with uh, MS. Right. I mean, anybody that's ready to live life differently, you know, once you see this light bulb, or so to say, go on like I did, you just need a quick resource. And when I started searching, there wasn't one. You know, there was lots of different ones here and there, but nobody had, like, the big picture figured out. And I guess that's what I want to be for other people is just, you know, help them on their mission and with their lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Uh, really, really imp- uh, appreciate our time together. Talk a little bit about some of the topics you're going to be co- uh, covering in your series. And by the way, you'll learn more about the series, where you'll be able to uh, find the archive and uh, everything. And we're very excited about it. You'll be able to find all of that uh, at priceofbusiness.com, uh, which, of course, is our primary site. And uh, we'll be announcing the partners uh, that will uh, – be the archive of that program. It will be a program unique to that particular site and, of course, promoted on priceofbusiness.com. But kind of give us a, a rundown of some of the topics you'll be covering. Sure. Um, my themes are around empowering women on all levels and to help them see they can just make simple changes to make an enormous impact on their life, their family, the people around them. And I just, I'm here to create a ripple effect, you know, and just, like I said before, to 
teach them to have gratitude for what they have, to show them how to transform. You know, you don't need to just sit and wonder what's going to happen in your future because we don't really have control over that. So that just stresses us out more. Well, that's very powerful uh, because a lot of people torment themselves with things beyond their control. And that's what it is. If you're focusing mm-hmm. on the stuff that you can't change, um, you know, which are, you know is often our circumstances, you are literally tormenting yourselves when you could be focusing your energy on the things you can change, which is your perspective and your attitude. And uh, garner, what lessons can I garner from what I'm going through to be happier and more content uh, even under these circumstances? Uh, where can I find gratitude? Um, you know, and and this stuff is really important, uh, not only in terms of longevity, uh, but I would say all the more so uh, quality of life. Exactly. Because if you, I mean, we need to teach our kids how to deal with life. And I learned this from having my two boys. You know, I need to just keep going for them. And even if you don't feel like getting out of bed, I mean, you have to just make up your mind what you're going to do. And I know physically some people have enormous challenges, but just give it your best shot and do what you can. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that. All right, Wendy Bork, I'm so excited about the series. Keep an eye on uh, all the announcements for it at priceofbusiness.com. She's going to have commentaries. She's going to have uh, articles. And uh, you're going to see her very often uh, as we uh, talk about her on uh, several of our platforms. And we're so happy to have you as part of our uh, family on The Price of Business. Well, thank you again for having me. And feel free to check out my website at heartsofwellness.com. Yeah, give that one more time. It's hearts, which is plural, of wellness.com. Love it. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Thank you for more after this.